Boomtron. 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 Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Netflix OGs get your groove on. We talk about it all, we could be wrong. Kill the better views like a Demogorgon. Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Just a few guys talking about the originals. Yo, pick a favorite show, we can put it on. We know it also, nothing's atypical. And welcome to the Boomtron Podcast. This is episode 40. I'm joined today by Mark and Amy, and we're talking lock and key today. Hey, hey, how's it going? Hello. What's up? up? Oh, I was so excited for season two to come out. I loved season one so much, and so I was definitely ready. And I feel like I was I was pretty pleased with the way that that it progressed. It felt a, I, I don't know about you guys. I had a hard time remembering like a lot of what had happened and like who people were and those types of things. For example, I. As I started watching again, I had no idea who Eden was. I was like, who's that girl? Because it's been so long since I had seen it. Um, mm. But then kind of once we got into it again, I was like, oh, yeah, now I remember. I had forgotten the whole thing with Dodge. I think it had really been too long, and I probably should have rewatched the last episode of last season before I started watching. Now, but me, Did you watch the recap or did you skip the recap? No, I watched the recap. I didn't feel like... I felt like the recap gave me a lot of information about, like, events, but not necessarily characters. Characters, yeah. You know the I mean? recap. The recap... I agree. I was going to say, the recap felt a little disjointed. Um, uh, but it, it gave... Uh, by watching that, I kind of was able to go back and Google questions, like, what? who was this? <laughs> who was that's he? Right, kinda, right. That's kind of what I had to do. I had to, when they were talking some, talk about someone, like, even Ellie, I was like, wait a second, who's Ellie? Who's Rufus? Right. Right. People that like played a big part in season one, and I was like, let me, I gotta, I gotta pause this for a second, and just kind of get my bearings on who the characters are, because I remember what happened. I just couldn't remember like the, <laughs> the specific details. But once so, I had that, I was ready to go. Welcome to Boomtron Dementia Edition. Yes, yeah, <laughs> seriously, seriously. I thought it was interesting how they kind of opened up. At least if I. I can't remember how they opened up this season. I think this is how they opened up. They open up with those soldiers, right? And I feel yes. like there was a lot in this season. And I didn't understand why until the last second of the last episode. Um, but I felt like there was so much more back development way back in the 1700s with the opening of the portal and the door and these these British soldiers Um and for a little bit, that was confusing to me because I was like, oh, okay, they're just trying to explain how it started. But then they kept going back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, like, that kept pulling me out of the story, at least the current story, which is where I really wanted to be with the current story. But um, I don't know. That was something I didn't love. But again, when we get more towards the end, it I understood why once we hit the, la- the end of the last episode. But I didn't love that that's where they opened up the season. I agree. I agree. And I was... I- I think it could have been very useful uh, to, to flesh out the story, but uh, I, I just felt like the flashbacks weren't done well. Um, right. But I think also, if anyone from Netflix, if you're listening out there, you could actually go out and do a spin-off series just on each of these keys, why it was created, what it did, and you know, what was its initial purpose. Because they keep talking about all the keys. You know, they, They'll call to you when you need them. Like... You know, why did the Her- why did he make the Hercules key in the first place? Why did he make right. the angel key in the first place? And I feel like you could go and watch origin stories 
for each of those. And it would be really interesting, not even involving our lock kids of today. Right, right. Well, and what's interesting is that um, I was Googling the show and looking up the Wikipedia page for the, the series, and I wound up finding the Wikipedia page for the comics. And there's like 50 keys. Like we've oh, seen, wow. we haven't even tipped, you know, looked at the tip of the iceberg with with the keys that, that they have, with the te- keys that they've introduced in the show so far. Um, I feel like they're they're kind of using the same keys because they serve a purpose for the, the story arc on the series. But apparently there's so many more, which is awesome because I that's what I would love to see more of is more of these keys and... I like how they reveal themselves. I think it's interesting, though, that they don't reveal themselves to everybody all the yeah. time. You know, like it's very specific who who gets those keys. So, so we should talk about a couple of things that happen in this season, right? Like, for example, Aaron plays a huge role in this season. Um, and Aaron was one of the original kids who was with their father, the Locke kid's father, Rendell, um, when they were little. Um, when they, when he was a teenager, she was one of the group of kids who had that key. And Aaron is has been in like this comatose state since those times, and and nothing's been able to kind of get through her. And then in this season, they're able to kind of that. Well, they they show how she gets in that state, right? Which is I'm so glad that it happened. The housekeeper winds up walking in while Aaron's using the hid key. And accidentally dislodges it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a question I've had about the head key all the time. Because every time they use it, in my head, I'm like, what if somebody walks in? Like, the fact that they've all used this head key so many times, and nobody who isn't supposed to know about it has walked in and been like, hey, hello, hey, you there? <laughs> like, nobody has walked in on any of those things. And I find that so strange and kind of unrealistic, not like it's a super realistic series. But um, I don't know. That was well, just, I, I, I love that that's how she wound up in that state. That was such a cool sort of uh, storytelling surprise to show that. Uh, and then, of course, every time they use the head key after that, I was like, no, get a buddy, buddy system. Yeah. <laughs> I, was ter- I was terrified, like when they went into Eden's head, which we have yes. talked about later on. But uh uh, I was like, oh my God, she's going to wake up and just slam those kids in there and they're in that, and it's over. Right, because she wasn't even really asleep. Like she was passed out drunk, but she's mumbling and singing. And so she's not even like really out and yeah. they're using the key. And I was like, ooh, that's bold. And then they just have, she just has Scott outside like guarding the door. Like, you know, anybody could be like, dude, let me just get my coat and push past him and get inside to get their coat and then find her there. Right. So... I don't know. I just I thought that was that was really good. But so Aaron Aaron is in this one, right? And she's there and one of the sad things is watching her interact with Duncan, right? She knows Duncan and she remembers Duncan and she's so happy to see him and he's so upset by it cuz he's like I don't remember you. I don't know you. Um, which then, of course, sets up the whole thing about how do we get Duncan his memories back and then what's that going to do to him. So I didn't love her as a character, but I loved what she did for the storyline. Mm-hmm. I felt like she made an important, she was an important part in the whole storyline. And then, of course, in the end, kind of, if I'm remembering it correctly, sacrificing herself there to, you know, make sure that everybody else is okay. I thought that was good. I thought that was really good. 
she was such a tragic figure to have lost all of her youth to this sort of head key coma and then come back and, you know, live a hot minute and then sacrifice herself again. Right. Um, uh, one of, she, she was sort of one of the pillars of what I felt like was the biggest theme of this year, of this season for me, was youth and, and the fear of lost youth. Because, um, through, I mean, you've got Erin who lost her youth through a coma. You've got... Uh, um, Jackie, who's about to turn 18, and you see her teetering on the edge of losing all these memories of adventure and innocence and, and the adventure of the Keys. Um, it had with, a very nar- nar- Narnia feel to it. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. It's, it's so funny you would mention that because I read somewhere that was talking about this season, and it's like if season one was Hogwarts, season two is Narnia. Mm. And I thought that was a pretty cool comparison. And I mean, you've got the mother who they're at the very end, they're deciding to gift her with her access to, to, to that, the memories and, and being able to retain that side of being young again, uh, to, to know the world of the keys. Um, I just, I just thought that was kind of interesting to watch each of these characters circling around this central theme of, of crossing that line from child to adult and what you lose or gain you know, and in, in this series, it felt like lose as you make that transition. But how interesting then, because that was something that that they, um, the brother's name is escaping me, the older brother. Uh, uh, Tyler. Tyler. That Tyler fought against the whole time, right? Like, mm-hmm. Tyler wants Jackie to know about the magic so badly. It's all he wants. And every time, you know, she becomes aware of it, She's like, no, this isn't, this isn't right. Like she's, she keeps saying like, this, this isn't natural. This isn't people right. Change. This isn't, yeah. People change, right? And he keeps fighting against it. It's something that he wants to share with her and he wants her to have. But then once Jackie dies, then he suddenly is like, I don't want it. Right? Mm-hmm. Like Which, he's going to go way, off. By the way, she dies in the middle of the woods in his arms. And no one questions him, like he's not being questioned by police or anything. Oh, I know. Like that. She has an an. He's <laughs> like, yeah. They said she had an aneurysm, and I'm like, wait, what? It's that easy? Well, you know what? Maybe that's the magic because she died related to a key to a key thing, a key occurrence. So maybe the ah. adults just can't even factor mm-hmm. that in. And yeah, I don't know. But I tell you, when they were in the greenhouse outside the Winter Carnival, and he used the fire key and uh, was showing her the magic, and that they had that big conversation about people change and I don't what if I don't want to keep these memories um I thought for sure he was going to just ram that thing right in her <laughs> the key, right, the, I key the key I mean I'm sorry the key yeah. to clarify um family show but uh but yeah uh, I, I had a lot of respect for his character at that point for, for you know honoring her wishes all the way to the bitter end and, and not forcing her to take the path he thought was right I agree yeah. I agree Another character in this one that I thought was interesting was the character of Josh, who becomes Nina's boyfriend. And the whole the whole time, I keep thinking, he's bad. He's got to be yeah. bad. There's got to be something bad here. And then it turns out, my favorite thing in this season, he has this dollhouse that is a replica of Love Key that. House. And everything that... Ha- when the key is in the, do- the dollhouse door... And turned. Anything that happens in the dollhouse happens in real life. So they have the key in. Yes. And this spider gets in. And it's not a big spider in real life. But, of course, it's this ginormous spider in the the dollhouse um, or in in Key House. And they're all trying to fight off this spider. And 
trying to get a hold of the girl and saying, you gotta, you know, get rid of this spider. And then how, so showing how it can be a disadvantage, right? Because Bodhi picks up his bed and breaks his dresser. But then showing how it can be an advantage as well. If you have someone who's responsible and who's in on it, having the thing, like when she traps Eden under the glass. um, I thought that was so cool and so well done too. Like I thought it was a, it, it had the, it could have really been a super cheesy visual effect. Like the whole, the, like the big spider, which was kind of cheesy, but the big spider and then this big glass coming down. Like it really could have gone a super cheesy way. But I really thought that they did a good job with that. Um, and then, you know, her dad comes in and he's like, get out of the dollhouse. You can't be playing there. And at that point, I was like, just tell your dad. Just tell your dad. Like, you've got this dollhouse. You have his magic here. And look at what's going on. And then he would look in and he would see the people. And then he would understand. Um, and then when well, she didn't, I was like, oh, it's because he's bad. It must be because he's bad. So, like, for me, it kind of was reinforcing my feelings that he was bad. Go ahead. Well, here's here's what I was struggling with. I, again, I loved the the tiny key and, and the dollhouse, everything about it. Um, but... She went so far as to have this great plan, stick the glass over Eden. It, it was like a surprise. It was fun to see. It added comic relief, the whole nine. But all I could think of to myself is, squish Gabe with your thumb. What are you doing? Yeah, well, <laughs> Gabe that's... Is, oh Gabe my is gosh, on the second yeah. level. <laughs> squish it. Right. Right. So, exactly. You, you know, you, you go along for the ride and it's a fun ride, but you really have to like suspend that disbelief and just allow the road to go the way it's going to go. Because otherwise, I mean, I was yelling at the TV. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing. It was like, it's so easy, but you're just going to keep her in a glass and not do anything else to what's going on upstairs. Mm-hmm. And he could have so. just called her like he did for the spider. So, yeah, I didn't like it. Let's I will have to about- say, one of- Go ahead. oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, just one last note, just since we're talking a little bit about Jamie, um, Josh's daughter. Uh, she, I hated her. I loved I, I love the character. I think it's great that Bodhi had a friend who served as a talk to at his own age level. Um, her, I thought she was like the worst actress for e- even taking the fact that she was a child into account. Everything she did felt like she was just reading a cereal box to other characters, and that drove me nuts. Okay. So there. I thought right. I thought she was going to be um, a bad. I thought she was going to be some kind of villain or something. Mm-hmm. That would have been fun. And it didn't. I mean, there's still time. She could st- still uh, turn out that way, but yeah. Well, maybe if she's a demon, that would explain her acting skills. <laughs> she's just a kid. She's just a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about like the real big thing that's going on this season, and that's Gabe trying to create his own key, right? Yeah. And that's kind of why. I, and that's kind of why I think they showed a lot of that backstory is because. They show how, you know, that Locke family has created keys and, and everything. And then we find out that it's Duncan who was able to create a key. Like, it wasn't a key that they found. He created a brand new key. And it was the memory. Was it the memory key? Is that the one he created? Uh, yes. Yes, yes. Because that's how they turned off his memories. Yes. All right. So... He created that key, and that's kind of what Gabe... Gabe doesn't know that right away, but he Gabe wants to create a key, and we find out that the key that he's trying to make is a key that turns everyone into a demon. Right. Yep. 
and you know the first he he makes with with uh, Eden, you know they 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 try to get help help from Chamberlain the ghost that's you know around the the lockhouse key or the lockhouse, and he gives them the wrong direction and almost kills Gabe and Eden, and then you know throughout the series the season you kind of see Gabe learning about who makes the key. He thinks it's it has to be a lock, so he thinks that Kinsey's the one. That Kinsey's the one. And then somehow he finds out that it's not Kinsey, it's Duncan. And eventually, you know, he kidnaps Duncan and Bode, threatens Bode, and Duncan is forced to make him a key using locked blood. And, you know, you have to tell what your, uh, what what do they call it? What your in- intent is, right? What the intent of the key is. And so he makes him the key, and then you see Gabe turning everyone into a demon. He has, like, a whole army and then he eventually kicks Eden out of the group, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. That whole dynamic between Gabe and Eden is uh, a funny one. I, think. I love Eden so much. Like, that's a whole other tangent we can go down somewhere in this podcast. But I just have to say, she so she's not from the source material. And she, the actress is phenomenal. The character is hysterical. It made me hungry watching her eat all that food. Uh, but right. I, I just, I, I thought she was amazing. And I think having Eden be sort of comic relief in a sort of evil way, it let Gabe uh, slash Dodge be even darker because there's no doubt that this was a darker season than season one. And and it, Eden helped to underscore that. It definitely was a darker season. And I thought it was interesting that Dodge was darker, that Demon was darker being Gabe. Um, but I also thought that as dark as he was, it was very obvious also that he really cared about Kinsey. Like, he really wanted her to be with him. You know, that wasn't... He really did. And so there were so many times when he really could have just killed her. He could have killed everybody. um, and, And kind of didn't in the hopes that she would eventually join him. Like, he kept trying to win her over. And... And even when faced with, like, she definitely knows what's going on. She's definitely playing you. And he's like, no, no, she's not. Like, he didn't even kind of believe it when Eden told him. She's like, Duncan's here at the carnival. Duncan remembers. Like, she's lying to you. And he's like, no, no, she's not. And then when she calls and she's like, hey, great news. He remembered. He's like, oh, see, I knew it. Like, (laughs) I feel like even I would be like, uh, really? That just happened now? Like, how come you didn't tell me? And, you know, I don't know. It was just interesting that as dark as he was, he really also had, like, this soft spot for her. Um, and and I, I thought more tragic than having Jackie die was having Jackie be turned. Um, yeah. I just, I felt so badly for Tyler when he was like, take the key out of my hand because you know demons can't take the key from you you have to give it to them or from a lock and he's like take the key out of my hand she's like we already did this today and he's like just take the key and then she's looking at him and she's like ah you got me and i was like i love that look on her face tyler oh no can do lover right (laughs) poor guy poor guy but yeah i so i thought that was really good i i think it's interesting i think it'll be interesting i'm I believe I read that they've already renewed for season three. Yes. Um, and yes. I, I'm, I think season three has to kind of be the end of it because there's only so much more you can do with the story. The fact that 
like Eden still around makes obviously I'm thinking you know maybe it'll be Eden Tyler going away does that mean Tyler is going to be out of the story or because what I here's what I don't want to see I don't want Tyler to come back and then them use the memory key on Tyler just like they did with Duncan like I don't want that same story and I don't want the same I don't want him to be the new Jackie being like I don't know what this is but I don't want like if Tyler's gonna go I either need Tyler to go or I need Tyler to, what I would love is if Tyler comes back and he's like, he can remember it. Like I want, mm. like if maybe cause he's a full blooded lock, you know what I mean? Maybe he'll be able to remember it. Whereas the other people who weren't locks weren't able to remember it. I would love that. Um, like if he were to come back and be like, listen, I turned 18, like show him in wherever he is on his 18th birthday, like watching the clock or something. And then as it turns midnight, like waiting for the memories to go away. Cause every time it would happen to somebody, they'll be like, I'll wait. And then the person would kind of be like, what's going on here? You know? Mm -hmm. So him just kind of waiting for that to happen and it not happening. Like I would, that I would be okay with. I won't be okay if it's just a repetition of what happened with Duncan happening with Tyler. And I'm also here. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm just trying to remember if I missed something in the content itself of the show. Is the ability to make a key, is that like a Buffy type thing where there there is one and when that one loses the power, it goes to one other? Or or is it a lock family thing? Like who can, I, make, who, who can make a key? Right is now it, only Duncan and Tyler can make the keys. So when if Tyler, like again looking at season three, Tyler comes back, he's 18 and a half or whatever. Um now he can't make keys anymore or doesn't know how to do it so does that mean no, theoretically one of the other key, lock dunk once duncan got his memories back he made the key for um for gabe okay. all right but so but then tyler made a key does does that power hop did they both have the power together because duncan couldn't hear the the bullet whispering the, the, i'm thinking i'm thinking there was a point there where only tyler could hear the the metal Mm-hmm. Right, uh, where the fish of uh, the fishing bait only he could hear it. Right, Duncan couldn't hear it. Bodie couldn't hear right. it. So only he could use that to make a key. So I'm think I'm thinking, if the metal is talking to you, you can make a key with it as a lock, not anyone. Just but that locks. kind of hops. It hops from kid to kid without really any order no of of birth order or anything like that. I just I was just curious. I and I I just can't remember if they ever discussed that on the show. Um, but Amy, I'm with you. Uh, I, I would, in, in fact, I would even love it if he comes back clueless and part of the quest that happens during the season involves him organically without a key punching through that, that magical power and regaining his memories. And then, like, you know, the, the, the whole family follows suit, so to speak. It'll be interesting, though, when he comes back and mom, Nina, has, her mem- has memories of the magic now. Right. And he doesn't. He's going to be the outsider. She was breaking my heart this season. Oh, with- God. I had forgotten that she had been an alcoholic. Was was that part of season one? Yes. Is that why they moved there? Didn't she need to like get away and get a fresh start or something after he died? Because well, I mean, yeah. she, yeah. well, she started was, drinking she was again? In reco- she was in recovery, I think, when the season started. But um, Okay. But yeah. All right. But yeah, just watching her. And, and that's the thing with this. Like, they saw her struggling. And she kept asking them, like, are you sure? There's nothing you need to tell me. Like, she knew. As much as she didn't know, she knew there was something. And 
like, I don't know how they kept not telling her. I, I don't know how they continued to keep her, like, in the dark. Like, if you have that memory key, man, just give it to her right away. I loved the end when Bodhi kind of walked her through, um, you know, the memories. And so I, I just, I was so sweet, but also kind of justification for her, like, okay, I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> there, is, there is some crazy stuff going on around my house, but it's not me. Um, so, yeah. So, I'll be interested to see what role she plays as well next year. But I, I'm, I'm interested to see if this revolutionary guy um, becomes, updates himself. Like, if he's going to walk around in his red coat uniform. Uh, being the bad guy or if he's going to kind of update himself maybe get a job at the school like you know what I mean like how he's going to play a role in this who he's going to be you know the fact that he just very unceremoniously dumps Eden in the well she better Um, be okay uh, (laughs) see that's the thing I don't know like is she going to come back will she work with him and I kind of hope if he does kind of get her out of the well, because he needs somebody who understands the times. That's part of it too, right? It's going to be really difficult for him to kind of blend in because everything, mannerisms, language, all of that's going to be so different. So if he decides he needs her and pulls her out of the well, she's in a situation where she's working for somebody again. And she really didn't like that. And she was super excited when she was like, now I'm in charge. So will there be more of a tension uh, between the two of them, will she actively try to overthrow this guy to be the person in charge? Because, um, I, again, I, I don't want a repeat of this year. So I keep trying to think of what season three could be that would be different involving the same characters. Because how many different ways can you do the same story? You know, well, I'm hoping yeah. I'm hoping that we see more keys. Right. Cause that's <laughs> That's the, that's the, for me, that's the cool part is to see the keys. I love seeing like how each key not only has like a unique power, but it's also shaped differently to kind of right. give you a hint of what mm-hmm. the power might be. Yeah. Right. So, okay. So go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So listen, here are some of the, I'm not going to read the whole list, but here are some of the keys that they had in the comics that I would love to have in the show. So the first okay. one is the animal key. If you use it on the right door in the key house, you travel through the door and you turn into an animal. Definitely um, going to see that. I promise. Love that. that. Um, I really, the gender key, it unlocks a half-size door, which changes the sex of the person who enters it. The giant key, it inserts and turns the owner into a massive giant. The grindhouse key transforms whatever door it opens into a giant mouth. That consumes whatever enters it. So you oh. open that door, <laughs> stick your enemy rid- in it. That's how they're gonna get rid of the soldier. Right, exactly. Um, I, the I hell what, key. I wonder what they, why they needed to make that key though. I well, <laughs> right. Listen to this one. The hell key. The holder of the key is automatically the lord of hell and has absolute control over hell. Like, what is that? Sweet. Um, that one's pretty cool. Um, the moon key. I feel like this would be one that would be just hard to watch, but might be good. It allows the user to reach and open the moon like a door, which allows the user to pass on to the afterlife peacefully. People who cross the door see the living world like a stage that they can observe, and the afterlife is like the backstage of a theater. 
I think that's kind of cool. I wonder if that's um, what Chamberlain did. That's why he right. Like that. I wonder. I wonder. Um, which, by the way, loved the fact that he totally double crossed um, Gabe with that. Um, the shadow key it allows the wearers to control shadow creatures. I think we talked well, about wait, that. We, see, that's we the saw one that, that one. Crown, we saw yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, the time shift key. It operates a grandfather clock that allows the user to observe but not interact with past events. It's limited to a specific time period. The earliest date that you can visit is January 13th, 1775. And the latest is December 31st, 1999. Mm -hmm. Um, This one would terrify me, the teddy bear key, because it animates and controls stuffed teddy bears. Oh my Um, God, I'm in. I want it. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Uh, the unnamed Riffle key, and that's apparently the unofficial name, and it's a key created by Hans Riffle, who was the last person to use Whispering Iron before Tyler. The key is to the front door of the Keyhouse Manor, and it implements the Riffle rule, where no one who enters the front door as an adult can directly see the power of the keys. So, oh, so they must have already used it. People who age into adulthood begin to lose their conscious memory. So maybe they'll find out about that key. I wonder if they get that key and destroy that key if suddenly all the adults will have memories again. I don't know. But some of those I would love to see in the next season, um, particularly that one where the door eats you. Um, but <laughs> I, th- I think and that's I think kind of cool. I, I, I need to get back to Google, but I think that uh, the, the gender key, I think that's the identity key in this version, I think. Mm. Because I don't think they have an identity key in the graphic novel. Um, there, wait, there was, no, they had one that was the identity key. It wasn't that one. There was a different one. They said in the, (sighs) I can't find it right now. When I do, I'll let you know. Okay. They, no, they do have the identity key. The identity key is a different one. I will tell you, just watching this show, it makes me want to run, not walk to the bookstore and grab the graphic novels. I've, I wish I'd read them before I seen the show because I just yeah. I, love, I love this world I want to be a part of this world challenge is now to read it before season three comes in so you probably have a good year yeah if I can get through Yellowstone before then <laughs> Yellowstone, I'm really surprised it's taken you this long I'm just I gonna know. put that out there I, what do you guys what do you guys think about the way this season ended like the way they got rid of Dodge like so that final I guess fight scene I have thoughts um I, I first of all that 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 whole coming together of the well not Bodhi but the older the, the two siblings and their allies and the zombie army the demon army uh, and all of the keys the keys at war that's what I loved because mm. I felt like the the magic and the character connection was thin throughout the season because they were all off on different storylines and and pieces of this overarching you know quest but um when they all came together and the war was on I thought that was cool. Um, there was a little continuity issue I had in that uh, Tyler had to put the key to, to um, de-demonize Jackie. He, you know, reached out to her. The keyhole appeared. He put the key in. He turned the key, and you know what happened. But then when he came after uh, um, Dodge, he just stabbed her with it like a knife, and and then she like you know screamed owie, and it was all over. I thought that was kind of you know. I, I just wish they were a little more specific with how they treated the keys. But um, again, I, I loved it. I totally loved it. What did you guys think? Amy? Well, I'll, I'll ask you because you posed the question. So I'm assuming you had some feelings about it. I just, I, I, I don't want to say it was like simple, 
but I just felt like all of a sudden it was just done. Like it was very, yeah. it, it was very quick. Like, oh, I would have, like, yeah. Like he stuck the key in Dodge, the house fell down into the ocean or whatever, and that was it. And then um, Dodge was gone, and in her place was uh what was the, the the kid's name that ended up that she like took lucas lucas. lucas yeah and he came appeared and he gave him all the keys like it was just i, I don't know anticlimactic or there wasn't like a real big battle it was just key and dodge game over boom and i feel I like the all... big battle was while the house was falling down yeah yeah yeah, and I guess that's I kind of what you touched on, Mark, was the the battle of the keys there and all the powers being used, and I like the but wings. I agree, that I agree with you though. I felt like I felt like that scene could have been you know another fifteen minutes long, and I would have loved it. Like like that, I love that. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's what my maybe not the way it ended, but just give me a little bit more of it, a little bit yeah. more action, because it was good. It was well done, and I like how Duncan he told like the demons to stop. And then they did stop because yes, oh, key. that was cool. so good. He made the key, so it had uh, locked blood in it. it. Had his blood, so he had a little bit of power, even though he didn't have the key in his hand. And I wonder if that's going to play a role in the other keys that got made, right? Right. I wondered about that too, and I wondered even if, if, if the. <laughs> Not to keep comparing to vampires, but um, if like with vampires, right? If you kill the the vampire that made you a vampire, then you die, right? Like the entire line. Anybody that that vampire turned and then all the people that those vampires turned are all of the same lineage. And if that original vampire dies, then the rest of them die as well. So I'm wondering if that the demons die, if it's only good for demons who are made with that key, right? First of all, um, it, or if other demons could also possibly under his control. I wonder if in the next season, that's like control, if controlling the demons, albeit with a key, but if controlling the demons somehow makes part of you bad or evil and if that's something that Duncan might struggle with in the next season is this fact that he created a demon key which created demons that he was then in control of and if somehow that connects him to the evil or to the dark side because that would be really sad if Duncan became a bad guy um but it would be be a good story what What could be really fun is he uh the actor who played Duncan I think it was Aaron Ashmore I need to go back to Google but uh um he has a, a real life twin brother who is also an actor, Aaron Ashmore. Yes, uh, so he could have his twin brother on the show, and they could do a whole like full on light Duncan, dark Duncan battle royale. It'd be cool. That actually would be very cool. <laughs> you know, because they did a uh, they did that on Buffy with Xander because he had a twin brother and his yes, brother, yeah, yep. But uh, but I digress. All right. So, uh, what is each of your like number one? Here's my biggest. Hope for something that happens in season three. Biggest hope for season three would be just more of the keys that we talked about and more fights with the keys. Yeah. Okay. I I like like that final scene, even though you know I want it more. That's why I want more. I want more fighting scenes with the keys, um, and just uh, uh, some twists. I want some twists, something unexpected. Okay. 
Mark? So for me, for me, it's Eden, Eden, more Eden. Um, we haven't even talked about what was inside Eden's makeup bag of a memory with the uh, the mannequins yeah. from the from the movie The Ring. Yes, <laughs> that scene was so cool and creepy, and all the video of Eden on screen suddenly going from legally blonde to like, like yeah, justify, justify my love. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> it was, I loved that whole scene, um, and and I. Again, I could watch an entire Eden spinoff. So, more so you're Eden hoping that she gets herself out of that well. I hope that that weird crunch we heard when he threw her in the well was just her landing on a big old bag of Cheetos. Okay. And <laughs> Fair she's, down, she's down there snacking and waiting to get back out. <laughs> and she's got to be an echo now. Um, yeah. My biggest hope, uh, as I said before, I'm hoping for more, more of those keys. Um, but I would really like to see... Tyler beat the curse. I would like to see mm. Tyler's memory, yeah. particularly because he chose to forget. And I think that would be really interesting if he's making this very conscious, very difficult choice to forget and then not to be able to forget. And I I would love to see how that kind of plays out. And then, of course, you know, how, how he's going to have to come back and, and fight with everybody because now Kinsey's going to be getting to that age too. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Those are my hopes. Those are my hopes. You know, and it's interesting, too, because we've been watching Nina, you know, living out every parent's nightmare of, of uh, their child growing older and growing away from them. Mm-hmm. And now Nina, in theory, looks like she's going to have her memory unlocked to all that's magical. And she could potentially watch her children, or at least Tyler, grow away from her in the right. opposite direction. Like, that's kind of that role reversal It would be good character development. Which is... To be fair, kind of how it does happen at the end, right? The the children wind up becoming the parents of the adults. Yeah. I would mean, at the guys, end of all of our lives, so. Would you guys be upset if somehow the dad comes back into the picture? Like he's alive or something and it has so to be So I thought about that. I thought about that a lot um, because I part of me kept expecting the dad to show up in demon form. Um, Same. That would that would bother me, um, because honestly, memory or no memory, I don't think Nina could handle that, and I yeah. don't. I would not want to watch her character just be completely destroyed. Um, but then I feel like it would be kind of schmaltzy if he came back in a good way too. Um, if they maybe they create some new kind of key, um, that would be kind of cool. Bring you back from the dead key. Either bring you back from the dead key and Tyler or struggles with it because he wants Jackie to come back. Yeah, Ooh. something like that, or <laughs> like one that allows you to talk to, Spirit. like the person of your choice. Like they can when they use the ghost key, they can go see Chamberlain, but why can't they see their dad? A Ouija board key. Something, something like that that allows you to communicate with somebody because, like, maybe whatever the issue is is something that they the. Their dad is the only person who's going to have that answer, right? Like, but Ellie's back now, so Ellie could maybe have the answer. Um, so it's always possible that because she was in on it when they were young too, and but, Lucas too, and Lucas too, right? Lucas is back too. So maybe it takes like three of the original members. So they need to somehow bring the dad back to be part of that trio of saving the day or something. I, I, I don't know. I don't need the dad to come back, but if it's done well, I'd be okay with it. But I, I if it, they're just going to bring him back for the sake of bringing him back and like shock value, I'm not on board with that. 
Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, the th- I, I we were talking about uh, Harry Potter, the whole like how it starts as Hogwarts, it gets darker kind of thing. Um, and obviously, the Harry Potter series, as he got older, the stakes got higher. People close to him died, and obviously, you know, the big final battle was, you know, there was just all-out war. Um, there's a part of me, and maybe that's why I love Eden so much. I don't want to see Lock and Key get darker with each incarnation, and and mm. you know, and and having Dad come back in any form other than really truly somehow he is reincarnated, but any kind of a demon possession or whatever, like you said what that would do to Nina and the kids. That's just so dark. I don't want it. I want it to, like, I want it to be fun and happy. And if they can talk to the people on the other side, let it be like in a pool of water and it's the toilet bowl in the house or something. Like, give me something right. funny. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Yeah, because if he does come back and he's bad, it's either going to be his wife or his brother or his children that have to kill him. Yeah. And that's, Yuck. Yuck. I just don't want, I don't want that for them. I really like the characters. That's the other thing about the show. I really like Nina, and I like Duncan, and I like the kids. Yeah. Uh, Bodie's not my favorite, but... Um, oh, oh, wait, can I, can I just make one quick comment on that, just because it's a yeah. note I had taken during the show in episode two. Uh, and I get it, Bodie's young, and little kids do dumb things, so I'm going to I'm gonna allow it, but let me just point out that uh, he did a class presentation on his super strength and lifting a sofa. And then that day at lunch told his new friend that what he's about to tell her is top secret. Right, right. <laughs> and no, then, no, honey, you just told the whole class. And then he gave her the test, Jamie, of, of can you take this key from me? And then a hot minute later, hands it over to Gabe when Gabe comes to visit. And I just feel mm-hmm. like if I had those keys, I don't care if it was my the, twin. I'd be like, he never grab asked it. for the key back. <laughs> Yeah. No. Mm-mm. You know, it's kids. They just Gabe... leave their stuff everywhere. <laughs> but Well, there's that. But I find that and having a 10-year-old in my house with three teenagers whose friends and boyfriends and girlfriends come in and out of the house, I find that little siblings with older siblings tend to kind of idolize these boyfriends and girlfriends and, and friends. And so... much in the way that they idolize their elder siblings, right? So Gabe's this guy, he's Kinsey's boyfriend, and if my sister likes him, then I like him. And if he's, you know, and and so I I was Uh, more surprised that he told the class and that he gave the key to Jamie than I am in his utter and complete trust of Gabe. Um, That that didn't surprise me, just watching how my own 10-year-old has interacted with his siblings mm. friends who are so much older than him like they're like these super cool idols you know Good um point. so i don't know but all right anything else any last thoughts i i gave this two thumbs up i thought it was a great second season yeah, yeah i, I thought the acting was good friends yeah, yeah right. i love it and i actually one I, of my favorites i uh I, I ordered a, a bunch of little antique keys off of Amazon. You can get like a pack of 20 for what? $9. And I've been hiding them around the house trying to play games with my kids. And uh, But the problem is they find the key and they're like, what does it do? And I'm like, use your imagination. And they throw it away. And you're going to mess go. up and you're going to buy something that's real. And now you're going to have some real keys. That's these right. Keys are, these keys are awesome. I'll, I'll take a picture and put it up on the Facebook page because it's, it's, they're very cool. <laughs> See, now I feel like if we had watched this, so for the listeners, we the last show that we reviewed was Squid Game. And so for Halloween, <laughs> Mark had his entire family dropped up as characters from Squid Game. 
And it was fantastic, let me say. I feel like if we had Thank watched you. Lock and Key, you would have dressed them all up as like keys or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how you would have done that. <laughs> well, it, it's we're, we're taking the, the family picture and my daughter's going, because I dressed her up as the robot girl from Squid Game, this the red light, green light girl. She's like, what am I? What do I do? Am I good or am I bad? And I'm like, just look blankly at You're the camera. You're a robot. Be- <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up as well. And I think Damon liked it as well. In fact, I was telling you guys earlier that this was the first episode that we did of the Boomtron podcast was season one of Lock and Key. So it's always good to kind of go full circle and now do season two. So hopefully season three will be just as good. Yeah, absolutely. And we won't have to wait as long for it. I hope not. And we'll remember more of season two and (laughs) four seasons. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or we can use the memory key that Mark has now. Oh, yes, yes, we there could. You go. Mark, you've got one in your house, right? <laughs> I will order you some on Amazon. <laughs> Mass production. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you again for listening. As always, you know, check out the Facebook page. Give us a like. Download the episode. Share with your friends. Give us some suggestions or comments. Let us know what you thought about lock and key, what your favorite key is. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Just a disclaimer here, no members of the Boomtron podcast are employed by Netflix, nor do they have any business ties with the Netflix Corporation. This podcast for entertainment purposes only, and all Netflix news and information that is shared is simply what these three yahoos found online.